G'day and welcome to the Coach and Tex. I can't believe we've made it back. How are you, Tex? I'm well, but there's no coach. I know, mate. Is MIA. Can you believe it? This is now, I think this is our first back-to-back um, duo effort that we've, we've done since the podcast started back in 2020. And um, yes, the coach is, um, he's actually not far from here, uh, but he's running a session with the Hawthorne Citizens and won't they benefit from his tutelage tonight? Well, what's the official line? Because you know we'll have to front the media when this uh, edition well, drops to uh, say there's, there's, a, been... there's a split in the ranks. Well, we know that, that for a variety of reasons, this mid-season hiatus, um, our buy lasted eight weeks instead of three. So it, I think it was mid-May or something since the last time we actually had a session. So, um, And the coach couldn't make that one either. Uh, and there have been a variety of things going on, most notably... <laughs> His presence at the um, the Hall of Fame dinner, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, I'm starting to think he's given us the Tijuana. Yeah, he's just too polite and he won't tell us. He's moved on to bigger and better things. Well, I've tried to set him up for our upcoming um, special studio induction event, and um, he's he's playing ducks and drakes with that as well. So well, I'm not sure he's going to he's going to front again. It got to the point where we couldn't hold off any longer. The, the amount of people who oh. said, when's your next episode? And we, we couldn't tread water anymore. But you know what this means. Have you thought about the implications of what's happening with the coach? No, go ahead. It means that the annual Christmas party, we're going to have to change venue because we're now looking for a function that's going to cater for just the two of us. Well, I reckon the place us. we've been previously, would, um, there's always a table for two there, mate. It's got, a, it's got the TAB up on, on various screens, so I don't think there's going to be too much Gamble problems. responsibly. But so much has been going on, mate, on a number of fronts since we last spoke. I mean, there have been earthquakes. I have not heard one. Not one, have you? Okay. Um, well... Um, Mrs. Turtle and I were just um, colliding in the um, in the um, in the love shack at the time, and um, I'm just watching um, watching some um, Netflix. Had the head had the big headphones on, and next thing you know, I, I start getting tapped. I thought, hello, hello. Uh, um, and she goes, "Did you feel that?" I go, "Unfortunately, I did. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't, Dal." Um, and she goes, "I think that was an earthquake," and I've gone and gone on the Twitter, and of course, straight away. People are tweeting about the um, the earthquake. So, I but the second one, no, well, I missed both of them. No, they wouldn't have known they existed if it wasn't for. Well, you wouldn't have missed all the interest rates. Um, no, I, mate. I mean, your um, your mates down there in um, in office. Well, I tell you, I've got a bit, I've got a bit more to talk about later on that. But no, well, they had to go up, and and there's this false sense of economy now that you know things are going to settle. They won't settle. But the cost of living's gone up and everyone's going to have to, unlike yourself, tighten might, their belt. There might have to be a cola um, <clears throat> that we're going to have to introduce. And, of course, now I noticed, did you get into the Electoral Commission's website today, mate? No. They've got the yay and the nay for the voice. I heard. 35,000 people have downloaded some document that's meant to make it easy to understand. Is that all? 35,000? Well, no one's interested, mate. No, one no that's true. There is a bit of apathy around this. That's a shocker. Absolute shocker. Oh, well, whatever it is. Um, mate, but unfortunately there's also, um, which seems to have been the case every time we've done an episode this year. We haven't done that many, but every time we've turned up and there's been a valet for somebody. Well, one doesn't surprise me and one blew me away. So Tina Turner. Doesn't surprise you? No. No. Lived a hard life, did our Tina. Well, I'd put that down to Ike. 
Um, he caused her a bit, <laughs> bit of grief in the early day, mate. And I don't think she ever recovered. There's, there's Talk about concussion. Tina, in t- fact, wait, wait until they do the CTE test on her, mate. <laughs> she could be in a spot of bother. She could tell a good story. You know who will follow her? She's unwell at the minute. Aretha Franklin? Madonna. Very unwell, Madonna. Oh, don't start saying that, mate. I'm telling you, there's, there is trouble brewing for Madonna's health. Remember where you heard that? And then, quite sadly, despite how I'm politically aligned, is Simon Crane. That was a very sad story. He was hiking or something, apparently. Well, he's overseas. A, yeah, overseas in uh, Europe. Uh, and... Apparently there's going to be a state, like a memorial service. Yeah, or well, and just deserved too, I would have thought. Leader of the then opposition, I think. I'm right did, did he not become PM? Never PM. Well... I who took over so. from him? Was that Julia Gillard who took over from no, Crane or was it the went, other way around? She, she went, she went, it was Rudd Gillard Rudd, wasn't it? Mm. So no, I don't think Simon Crane was ever PM. Now, a lot of people have also hmm, lost their jobs since we um, we last um, we, we last were on here, mate. Um, Justin Reeves, the ex-CEO at Hawthorne. Um, Kochi, he, but he um, decided to hang up the microphone, mate, on, on, on that <laughs> morning program. Doing? What's he doing? Just being a pain in the ass over at Alberton Oval, mate, by the sounds of it. See who uh, Simon Crean wasn't Prime Minister, by the way. Okay. Um, what I'll about, uh, what, what was interesting about um, Koshy's departure was his replacement. Oh. Shervo. Oh, lunch bags. Oh. Lunch box, I mean. Goodness me. Oh, no, he's been the do- bottom of the barrel. Oh, he's been doing the, um, I thought he's been doing that weekend version for yeah, a while, he mate. He has. But he's so- actually, um, I, I think he's, what, what's that poll that they do, uh, how popular you are with um, watchers of this type of program? But he, surely he goes more favourably than Carl um, Stefanovic. Well, Stefanovic, well, no. You know what Carl's biggest asset is? Sarah Arbo. Who's she? His sidekick. Does she attract some attention? Sarah Arbo, is she yeah. a permanent on there? Yeah, she's a permanent. She replaced... Uh, uh, Langdon? No, his Ali, sister-in-law. Yeah. No, well, no, no. You've got to catch up on your reading. You're right. Sylvia but Jeffries. Sylvia Jeffries and then Alison Langdon and now Sarah Arbo. Right. And that sounds like it's Tiger at the door too, mate. He's, and, uh, but Channel 7 are a bit stuck in their ways because they've still got uh, Natalie Bath, is it? Is that her Bar. name? Bar. Bar. And they've still got um, Boston doing the weather on the news. So... Boston? Bun. Jane Bun. Oh, right. Yes. Well, you can't say that. Channel 9 aren't much better, mate. Peter Hitchin is about to hit his 50th anniversary, <laughs> mate. And, and like a fair, fair whack of those. Have been, I think he took over from Brian Naylor. That's how long yeah, he's, he's been, been in a the long time. Tony yeah. Jones, mate. He's been the understudy for a oh, while, old chompers. God, he annoys me. But a couple of yeah. others have lost the job. Yep, and they were coaches, mate, which we'll go into a little bit more. I think the last time we were here, the news had just broken on Dimmer. So we really didn't get a chance to properly dissect that one and um oh Stewie Doo who's who's gone straight to London I thought he was I think he's just taken up with Buff's old outfit he two very different stories that but Stuart Dew's been sacked probably 12 months too late so what do you mean two different stories well Dimmer's one was probably oh yeah yeah okay Stuart Dew deserved to be sacked and okay we'll get into that we'll get into oh let's do that no more live golf yeah lots of things going on in other sport mate um well, they've got. I mean, what the traditional establishment decided to bring them back in, and there's still a little bit of um, angst bit amongst of some of the. There is, mate. British Open coming up soon. Wimbledon this weekend. Yeah, uh, British correct. Open. Wimbledon is that? Well, that just finished. That finished uh, the changing of the guard. Do you think? Oh yeah, he's going to be a superstar. 
Alcaraz. Oh, yes. And and perhaps the end of an era for the Joker. Unfortunately for the Joker, he could not escape from Alcaraz. <laughs> hey, what about the Ashes? What about them, mate? What are Both them? women and men. What? Oh, no. Now, the women's one's been good too, mate. Has it? The Poms have really been... Um, I'll take your uh, word for it. No, no, it's, it's, it's captured the imagination because it's it's quite interesting because they're, they're running them like almost counter to one another. So there's actual Ashes cricket going on the whole time and it's a pretty tight schedule. Right. Uh, and this gap now between test number three and, and what's to be four and five, uh, because four and five will be back to back. Mm. Yeah, uh, this has been the longest gap between two and three. Correct. Between... No, three and four. Yeah, sorry, between three and four. But what a great contest. Every day has been good cricket. And it's been a genuine contest, so I thoroughly enjoyed it, actually. It's great to be over there. Um, I think Australia will play Warner. They won't drop him. And I mm. think England, uh, hopefully we, we get five days in. And even if we don't, the way they play, it's attacking cricket. I think England uh, will take it right up to Australia and mm. perhaps win the fourth and we'll go into the decider. Well, it's it's almost worthy of that. I, I, don't oh, think, I can't remember the last time I was this interested in the Ashes. No. Ah. Well, it's no. just—it's been a great contest. And what about those members at Lords? How Getting into go? poor old oh. Uzi, eh? Usman. A bit of um, racial profiling going on there, mate. Uh, and I what, mean, when when David Warner escapes their attentions and they focus on old Uzi. Old, old Uzi, yeah, correct. No good, mate. No, no, they've been great. The crowd. And what about your mate? Speaking of cricket, T Twenty oh, in the US. I didn't catch that, mate. Uh, it's just started, and there's a lot of Australians. So what's happened is. All the Indian franchises from the original IPL, so the Knight Riders and well, I can't think of any others. The Super Kings, I think, might be another one. Chennai Super Kings, or um, but they've so New York, Washington, Seattle, Texas have got a team. Who? Texas. Texas. The Texas Super Kings. Yeah, it could be your team, mate. But there's a lot of Australians playing over there. Like uh, obviously, um, um, Moses Enriques, oh, right. um, the captain of the um, the San Francisco team, is um, Aaron Finch. Oh, I didn't know yeah, any of this. Yeah, um, the big left armer, the useless prick who played a few straight games for Australia. Joe Angel. No, no, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate, Joe Angel. He's a right armer, but no, no, um, he's a lefty and he's an all rounder. Um, Wax the ball around. He's a dud anyway. He's from one of the New South Wales teams. Right. Uh, anyway, he's over. So there's quite a few of them over there. Brett Lee. Um, there's a few of the West Indians. So all the guys who are on the the T Twenty circuit, like Andre Russell. And Dwayne Bravo. So it's a standalone T Twenty competition in Co- the US. Correct. They're oh, trying right. to, and what they're doing is, I think they're playing like a couple of matches back to back at the same ground. Um, so anyway, it's it's. Oh, just, I didn't know that at all. You've just cranked up in. They've just cranked up in the last um, the last week or so. Hey, um, I tell you who is cranking up tonight. Mm. In fact, is it against? Um, is he playing? Are they playing? Um, they're in Perth, aren't they? Are they? I think so. Against Everton or? I'm not sure, but Ange yeah. and the Hotspurs. Sounds like a, a band, doesn't it? Ange Postacoglu is, no, that is got a, a friendly. Story. That is a great Amazing story. Amazing story. Terrific. Great, story. great for Australian soccer or football, as as those purists would pull me up on. I think it's great. It'll be, inter- be interesting to watch. Hey, did you see, just to get off track, did you see how there's a team now, Luton, we might have covered this on the previous session. They're actually now playing in Premier League and they play in this really small facility where there's houses around the ground that holds bugger all people. But right. it's a very boutique stadium. So Luton are in Luton the Premier Town. League. Yeah. yeah, it's um amazing. Like the, the place is derelict and not up to standard. Like Victoria Park was. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. For the last 15 years that um, 
it was still one of the nominated AFL grounds. Hey, mate, what about some sports people who have been up to no good? We, we, this never ceases to amaze me, mate. I mean, this is not so much no good, but did you see that Bell Chambers versus Mooney no, boxing match? I uh, didn't. Of, um, probably six weeks ago now. So Mooney has fancied himself as a boxer. Just It was actually, I've got to say, it was actually quite sickening when he, um, when he got, got smacked hurt. by, by um, um, Bell Chambers. I mean, um, thank God Bell Chambers could box because he definitely couldn't play footy, the useless prick. Um, and he might still be on some of the the gear that he was taking when they were taking all those um, supplements down there at um, Essendon because oh, Tommy he'd blown out into a bigger block of flats than me, mate. Is that right? Oh. I didn't see that at all. Yeah, I mean, um, Bell Chambers, he, he needs to probably add a third hyphenated name to his name. He's that big now. Um, you know who he's married to? Olympia Valance, who was the other Valance's um, sister from um, Neighbours. Oh, really? Yeah, there you go. You're a wealth of knowledge tonight. Yeah, mate, just useless information. And um, and then Daniel Kerr, who can't keep out of trouble, mate, caught up there burning oh, his parents' place. <laughs> well, I should laugh, but like four words. <laughs> you can't trust him. <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe it. I thought, oh, like, this is this is gonna be what a shame we couldn't be doing the podcast this particular week when it occurred. And I thought, uh, yeah, he, here's his sister, yeah, who's about to star for the. Matildas, which is another thing that's going on at the moment. Big the World thing. Cup. Yeah. This week? But there's 50,000 at the practice yeah, match. I know. Pool no. B. You know who we've got in our pool? It really doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what. The weight of expectation on that team playing at home will be significant. So well, the, if they want to get through. They're like the T20 team, mate. Um, remember, they just before COVID, they, the week before COVID, they had that 90,000 at the MCG. That they night. did. Katy Perry, mate. They did. I wonder who's going to come out and sing... Um, at the um, at the Women's World Cup for soccer. Maybe Taylor Swift. Yeah, right. I, I'll tell you who won't be there, mate. Old um, Special K, Jamie Carr. I know. Isn't that a sad story in a way? Well, well um, sad? Well, why is it sad, mate? Well, because I mean, she, think... she obviously likes the um, the other side. Yeah. She well, gets up to no good. I mean, she, she was partying when she should. She's got a bit of form in being up to no good, but mm. she's clearly recovering from a big fall and trying to get her life back together. And what I did like about it was she's clearly been busted and she's kind of come out and just hasn't given it any oxygen at all and said, I'm just trying to get back into the saddle and take up my professional. So, hmm. Mm. Well, was she officially suspended? I don't know what the finding has been, actually, but I think she's copped the fine. And I'm not aware that they've closed that matter. Hmm. Anyway, I'm sure a few of our tweeters would love to get hold of us, mate. Where, where can they go if they if they do that? Well, I'm going to have to do the whole lot, aren't I? Because Possibly, the coach is not here. Now they find us at the coach and text. That's good, mate. Let's get into it. Now, mate, because we haven't caught up for for quite some time, there is a shitload of um, footy news to, to get through. A plethora. Uh, there, is a, there is a plethora, mate. Um, building up to the finals, mate, there is... I guess we're starting to get into the home run. I was saying to somebody, I may have even said it to you when we were mm. just um, talking offline last week, it's interesting now with the, the prevalence of the stats... Um, and champion data, and and they're getting a fair bit of oxygen on it. Yeah. And I've told you one of the best shows to watch. It's it's produced on a Wednesday each week. It, it it's normally on 
you, you'd be able to get it the next the next morning online. Just go online and search Pure Footy, um, and it's about half an hour. And it's Daniel Hoyne from Champion Data, yeah, and David King. And all they do is they talk about the trends around what's going on now. These guys, um, because they've been doing data for over twenty years, is so reliable around the performance of, um, or sorry, the stats that the premiership winning teams or the finals teams have typically had so there's a profile that they start to the premiership profile that you'll often see now a number of the footy shows okay. talking about and so the downside to it is six weeks out now and like that's why i mean no one's winning the flag other than collingwood mate and like that like daniel Hoyne keeps saying on this program he goes trust the data and the data doesn't lie, and the and the and the way Collingwood are going, and their profile, and all the metrics that they're performing in are so consistent with previous uh, Premiership winning teams. So last year, I think Geelong four or five weeks out, the last time a team had the same profile as Geelong did last year was Geelong in two thousand and seven when they spanked okay. Port Adelaide, and of right. course, uh, six weeks later they went on and, and absolutely brained. Sydney in that grand final, as we all know. So um, the only thing I would say is that Collingwood this year remind me of the way Richmond were being talked about in 2008. No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying about the way Richmond were the raging favourite six weeks out in 2018, which is what Collingwood... I get what you're saying about the profile of that trajectory as well. You know, get to a prelim and miss out. So logically... No, no, not miss out. Collingwood Collingwood will win. No, they missed out last year. They got to the prelim. Oh, right, okay. And so now they keep going. And and look, they're in a good spot. Um, Don't talk it down, mate. No, no, I'm not talking it down. I've just I've been through it too many times where they've first well, got to true. get there. So. Yeah, but you've got Richmond people running the joint now, mate. That's why, I mean, everything that's going on now, it's a replica. After I keep telling you, mate, it's 2017. Pretty happy with the coach yeah. and, and the way he goes about it. And they haven't yet found their best side, they say that. So yeah. they've got a bit of depth. And if they yeah. can beat Port Adelaide this week... Lots of role players. Yeah, they, everyone knows their role too, unlike yep. some other teams. Yep. Uh, but they... If they can pinch Port Adelaide this week... Pinch? Well, they've got to go there and travel and beat them. Coming well, what's up the loss. line, mate? You normally know all this detail. Uh, you get the line while, while we're talking about this. If but... they can beat Port Adelaide this week, they will be two games clear on top. Mate, I'd be surprised if that game's closer than five goals. Really? You're that, yeah. you oh, think it'll be that? Port, mate, Port Adelaide, I reckon they're a chance to slip out of the top four. Mm, I haven't looked at their run in detail. Well, but... they, they play you blokes. They've got... Um, um, I well, think the got... line's two and a half points, by the way. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, yeah. we'll get on that, mate. Two and a half points. Well, it's over there, and they'll come off. Yeah, look, my, my mail, from I'll steal it, because you'll accuse me of stealing it anyway. The second best journo in Australia says that they're very sore, and this is a tough block for them. So they're not travelling great. They won 13 in a row, Port. So they were due to... way too early, mate. Yeah, possibly, but they've earned, they've got the they've got the wins in the yeah, bank, and now. they're gonna. I think they've got. Um, I'm pretty sure they've got Brisbane as well. Uh, oh no, sorry, not Brisbane. Um, they've got um, Melbourne. They've got Geelong in Geelong. Yeah, is one of the matches that um, they're away for, and there's one other team um, here in Melbourne that they've got. Yeah, I think if the finals were played, maybe they've got Melbourne. next week. That the one team in the eight right now that Collingwood probably wouldn't want to play, given that they're gonna probably not travel. Don't even say that. I think the cats are coming. Oh, I think the cats are coming. I don't think Collingwood will be bothered by the cats because the cats won't make the top four for starters. Collingwood win their first final, get a week off, 
and Geelong won't get to. So you think final. the top four is locked as it stands now? Yeah, yeah. So that's Collingwood, uh, Port, maybe, Brisbane, maybe Melbourne. Richmond might sneak in. Come on, mate. <laughs> Collingwood, Port, Brisbane, Melbourne make the top four. Yeah. So if the finals were played tomorrow, Collingwood would play Melbourne. The only put, they're eighteen points behind them. Um, but so I, I, that's four and a half games. So Geelong can't catch Port Adelaide. But Port they can Adelaide catch Melbourne. Geelong can catch. Yeah, Melbourne. no, no. But I think Melbourne are okay. They've got uh, a few down at the Cattery. They, they, look, Melbourne were lucky. I, I reckon Brisbane. I reckon Brisbane are your biggest, your biggest threat. What, what a that, what a cracking game that was of footy that game. was. No, that's as good as they played, mate. Oh, I sent a Brisbane supporter that I know a text message, um, in late in the third quarter, and I go, "This is as good as I've seen Brisbane play since they had Ackermanis and um, and Voss and Black and and um, all those boys oh, running around for them, right?" Um, and then I've nodded off and I've woken up oh, just as a commentator started BT started getting excited because you know how he loves to try and con- get, up. Get, get up a, a close game and I think um, your mate Keziah Pickett had just scored that goal mm. um, and, and next thing you know they're within striking distance and, and they just I think they just over defended almost great kick from Meltram Great he's kick. a good kick. Great he's actually kick. a good. It was a better one than the one earlier. Than Great he, kick off the left foot at, at the boundary. Didn't they turn out too? The Melbourne faithful, a whole thirty nine thousand of them on a Friday night and, in and, and I reckon half of those were Brisbane Lions fans because they've got a good good following in Melbourne. Um, um, the old Fitzroy crowd. So who's I think gonna Nifty make, was there, mate. Who's going to make the eight? Um, so I actually did. You do that? Have you done the ladder predictor? No. You should go and do it. No, uh, I haven't. I know we did it last year towards the back end. Um, we, so we might have to talk to Shano about that next week. I think it changes. I don't think it's locked, the eight as it stands now. No, no. I, I think Carlton will make the eight. Oh, God. That's all right. Um, and, and I think we can make the eight. You can't make the You can. And we can make the eight losing two games as well, mate. Come on, mate. Give, don't don't no, erode all credibility right. from this um, conversation. If not, then it'll be maybe GWS who could get in. Yeah, I think But, but I think in. Essendon and St Kilda both slip out. The Bulldogs' draw is still favourable enough, and, and Geelong probably hold there, on. There's... So it'll be Bulldogs in fifth, in my view, Geelong sixth, um, Carlton seventh, and Richmond eighth. I know I'll get onto this before the mainstream media do, but there's the number of times you're going to hear an eight point game coming yeah. up. Well, so they've they, they got running Giants this week. That's huge. No, no, Essendon. No, sorry, next week. Bulldogs Essendon. have got Giants. Yeah, they've got Essendon this week. Yeah, two massive games for the Bulldogs. Huge yeah. games yeah, yeah. for the Bulldogs. And then they've got us the week after that. If Geelong beat Brisbane in Brisbane, will you change your mind about Geelong making the top four? Um, yeah, hmm. if they beat Brisbane, but I don't think they will. That's a huge game. Huge, um, huge game. I actually reckon, I reckon Brisbane might smack them, mate. Um, because, you know what? People forgot two weeks ago, Geelong... Should have lost against Sydney. They should have been caned in Sydney. Mm. That was only two weeks ago. But they didn't. No, no, no. They drew. Correct. Right. And and since then they've played two games down at at the Pretend Park, um, and, and so that's okay. That's fine. And one of them was against North. So let's just get a hold of yourself, mate. Can, can I give some credibility to somebody? Go he on. asked me. He asked me whether I'd recognise his contribution. Who's this? Not 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 two blank. No, Mister Flynn. He oh. said the Crows are no good and Nick's can't coach. And he says he's going to be proven right. Now, I think he's a bit harsh on Nick's. Oh, yeah. But I think they probably do miss the eight now. Yeah, I think they miss the eight. So if they miss the eight, that's 
that's a disappointing end for them. Who have they got this week? I think they've got a showdown coming up eventually. Did he miss the buffet, did he? No, uh, no, he just, he just reminded me uh, a number of times today uh, and in the last three or four days that the Crows... So the Crows got Melbourne. Uh, at the well, MCG. who do you think make it? Uh, I think that... Uh, so do you think the top four set? Yeah, uh, no, I think Geelong can, can get in. And who will they drop? Who will drop out? Melbourne, potentially. I think if Geelong get in, Melbourne drop out. So they have to win two more games in Melbourne. Yeah, correct. And I think St Kilda are, are not travelling well at all. I think Essendon make it. I think the Bulldogs make it. I think GWS come in for St Kilda. Okay. So you don't think Carlton can make it? No, I don't. Carlton can make it by only winning four of their six games as well. I tell you, and this, this will give me some trauma, I, it wouldn't surprise me... If they if, beat you in two weeks. Yeah, Collingwood get Port Adelaide and Carlton come back and get Collingwood the following Friday night and that, that'll then just... Footy will be alive and well in Melbourne again. And Richmond would have to almost... You think they can drop two and still get in? Yeah, they can. They can. Well, they'll win this week. They'll beat Hawthorne this week. So right. you, you And then we've got Melbourne, so I, I give them a loss on that, that one. That's, a, that's yeah. Then they've got St Kilda and the Bulldogs, right? So they should beat St Kilda. Yeah. The Bulldogs is the one. If they beat the Bulldogs, then they make it. Because if they, they lose to Melbourne and the Dogs, they're done. Well, then they have to they have to beat Port Adelaide in the last the I last round. Yeah, I, I don't rate Port Adelaide, mate. Oh, I know you don't. But right. I do. And and you know what? Uh, we're gonna talk about the coaches later, but I'll tell you what, mate. Hey, um, just, just can you just I, do you want to give me a pat on the back about Port? 13 in a row. 13, as Hunter would say. 13 um, in a row. Well, why, why would I give you a pat on the back about that? Because you, you, you ridiculed me for saying that. And I said GWS will go okay. And you mocked me. Oh, mate, I think this is revisionist history. I don't recall either of those things being discussed. Go back what, through the but you also said the Bulldogs were going to... Um, go okay too, mate. Well, so, they're sitting in the eight at the minute. Well, they are at the moment, but you had them as a big, big improver. Mm. Six you, weeks to go, right? Yeah, do okay. you like the Do you like the fact that they haven't um, decided who plays when in the last game? They have, mate. That came out yesterday. Have they announced the time slots? Yeah. Oh God, I missed that. Yes. What is it? How come uh, the app hasn't well, I only looked, I only looked at. Um, have they really? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. Johnny Ralph uh, put it out. Hey, mate, did you see the AFL? Um, uh, are having their CEO meeting tomorrow. They've, they've lobbed up tonight they've, uh, at the at the venue. Do you know what the venue is? No. It's out, it's out by um, Two Plank Place. They're at the Werribee Mansion. That's one oh, of their favourite really? places. Yeah, all the CEOs are meeting there. That's where you had a couple of... Where you had a couple of lovings, didn't you, with your yeah, team? Oh, I can't find right? any record of the last round being... Announced. It was on that. Well, you're reading the age, mate. So I mean, I'm pretty sure the the Sun Pictorial. Well, the AFL uh, app hasn't updated either. Oh, if you search um, John Ralph on Twitter, I think you'll find he he put it up there yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, hey, what about umpiring standards? Oh, you, you So you've, that's it. That's the only change to the eight. Yes. GWS in. GWS in and Singapore out. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, we should we should run with that next week. We'll get we'll get the coach on board next week. Get I, him to do some research. I thought Ross was refreshing after his in his presser last week. Ross, a Long. bit of trouble down there, mate. No, nah, no him trouble. And, and your old mate Lethlean. No trouble, mate. No trouble. Well, well you, Caro, who you you rate as the best journalist? Um, trouble for Lethlean. No trouble for Ross. Oh no no, I'm not talking yeah. about Ross being yeah, in trouble. Yeah, yeah but Lethlean, I reckon, is a chance for the Hawthorne job. Ah oh, well, well, Ross won't put up with people that don't do it Ross's way. Can we talk about well, umpiring? He's not the CEO. Can we talk about umpiring? We can. Paul. 
It's shocking, mate. Terrible. Did we pick this? Mate, we but the one this? thing we do have to call out is Brett Rosebery. How good is that, mate? 500 games. 500. That who's, is... the, who's the other bloke? McInerney got yeah. 500. Yeah, he, got, right. he holds the record. But Rosebery could get him. Hey, um, there's... Um, Rosebery bat for the other team. Yeah, I just you read my mind. I was just going to say it's not it's not a there's common a photo, knowledge, but there's he, a photo with him and, and some bloke who yeah, no. looks well built and all the rest of it. I thought, yeah. hello. Yeah, no, Brett's, this could be um, Brett is um, I'll just not check, there's anything check in with Adventurous, make sure that we can run with this. But he's he's to those known to him, he's homosexual. Yes, he is. Yeah. Hmm. I'm surprised that hasn't got a bit more coverage actually. So when, when those people use those abusive <laughs> comments um, out in the um, um, in the outer, then they've actually been it's right on informed. the mark. Yeah, correct. Informed opinion. Correct. But Darcy Moore is also that way. Well, hang on, mate. Now, we do need to clear that one with Adventurous. Uh, I'm not sure that um, we can run with that. Well, I, I Whereas I, I'm pretty sure Brett was in a, I, I have an a almost lot, loving embrace. I, I'll tell you a story about Darcy. I have it on very good authority that... Uh, the only reason he's not coming out is because he wants to establish himself as the captain of Collingwood. He will come out, but he, he, his view is that he'll, he doesn't want to be the gay footballer. He wants to be the captain of Collingwood. Because I can't understand why the first gay footballer who comes out, I would have thought, would have lots of things open up for them in terms of opportunities. Sponsorship, you know, being oh, the pioneer and all that. But, but they will be forever remembered as the first openly gay AFL footballer. But absolutely, you can take to the bank that that's where Darcy sits. Yeah, but how would you know that? I now can't go there, but I know that. All right, well, I'm going to hit pause, <laughs> and then you can tell me that one off, sure. off, 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 off air. But anyway, not that that's important, but he, he's, a, he's a really good um, ambassador. But anyway, back to the umpires. So, yes, great job by Brett Rosebery. What did you think about your old mate, the, the, the Grinch, um, Kane Corns, bemoaning the fact that the two clubs lined up for the umpire? Yeah. I, I, Come on, mate. I, I, I think it's a great achievement and something that yeah, you I mean, Yeah, I mean, so. Jesus, he's the second bloke to do it. Yeah, no, it's a huge achievement. And he's, still, and he's running on top of the ground, mate. Yeah. The only thing that it's a bit like cricket, you know, people will make a hundred today and they bring the they bring the rope in. So you're not making a hundred now compared to how you did on the old MCG, right? Is what I'm saying. Brett's now doing it in a four, which means that it's a bit easier to be at that level when you're that good. So you get great. He's so great. That, so the fact that um, um, Pendlebury gets subbed out. Um, well, I do build that argument. So either way, I don't want to take any of the shine off it. It's outstanding. But 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 when we said this, when there's eight games and four running around at once, you've got to pull now a thirty-two. Roughly. I reckon no, but I reckon that last week that that guy Finlay did two games. Yeah, there's been a couple doing two. Snuck in. Now Thursday he's nights. one bloke who shouldn't be doing two. He's grand final Thursday footy allows them to do that because they can recover yeah. and go on on the Sunday. Um, well, he didn't recover. Concussion, I don't understand that. Well, thought. hang on. We haven't finished on the performance of the umpiring standards, mate. Well, it's been poor. And there's okay. one rule. There's one. Well, they're poor because there's people that are just... They're, they're like a development club, mate. There's people that are not quite ready to go to that level, but they have to go there because they've got four of them. So... Yeah, but the, the stuff that they're still missing, mate, the consistency on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like I saw... On our game, mm. this protected zone, mm. it's just gone. Mm. The the stand rule. Mm. Um, mm. Just, now, I actually think a little bit of common sense on the stand rule is fine, right? Because players, you know, just because they jerk 
a little bit because a uh-huh. player pretends to, to handball. I don't think it's like worthy of a 50-metre penalty. And it still allows for the intent of the rule to still play out, right? Um, but this protected zone stuff around yeah, calling a player to stand and then calling the play on, mm. uh, and then they get run down by people behind them. Mm. It's ridiculous. Two of them happened last weekend. The one rule that I just can't get my head around is the deliberate out of bounds. Like there's just it's almost paid all the time now, and it's sometimes it's just fundamentally wrong. A bloke kicks under pressure, or a, a kick goes off the side of the boot. Clearly, it's just an error. Skill error, and they pay it. It just makes me want to leap out of my chair. Yeah, I think that's less of an issue now because it's not deliberate anymore. It's not called deliberate. It's insufficient intent. Yeah, but same thing. Why penalise a bloke who's just trying to kick the ball clear? Yeah, I think that in the past that was okay around it being deliberate. Hmm. Now, under the definition of insufficient intent... You can mount an argument that the majority of those... The players are pretty smart, mate. Oh, I hate it. Well, I think the, the one that's, that's harder... And you can see the way they've adjusted, though. I reckon a lot of players is, is the, the tackling. Yeah. Right? For um, That's leading to the dangerous tackle. Sorry. Right? Uh, I actually think what they're doing, as much as what it creates um, a bit of inconsistency initially and a lot of reconditioning of both players and supporters... It's the right thing, mate, because play, because you can see how quickly the players are adjusting, right? Mm. Um, but you can't do what you used to. I mean, like I remember, no. mate, when when my son first started playing footy, it was like tackle to hurt, mate. Yeah, that's what you that's you how teach you got him. taught, right? Exactly, right? Mm. Not, I mean, not not from the point of view of rip their head into the ground, but you know, crunch them in a. In a th- now I think you can still do that in some cases, but there's not that many, mate. Mm. No, I agree with that. Uh, but especially the guys who are so good at executing the tackles where both arms are pinned. pinned. Yep. The player's stuff, mate, yep. uh, in, in some of those, right? So so I think that that's a tricky one. And then just the, the ongoing inconsistency um, with, with some of these reports. Oh. Now, that's not just the umpires. That's the, um, the MRO and the AFL. It, and, you and just roll that, the mate. dice. Anytime you got asked, you got suspended, you'd roll the dice and try and appeal. Because I just... I see it happen on the day. You see an act and you go, oh, is that guy going to get off? Is he going to get a fine or is he going to get three weeks? It's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. No good, mate. Um, what about what's going on there at AFL House, mate? Oh. Uh, they're all over the place, aren't they? Well, you know you know where Gil is. He's overseas with um, the, the chairman. Yeah, yeah, that's a worry. That's a worry. I've been a bit of a Gil. I've defended Gil, but oh. I'm with you now. Why is he hanging around? What? Well, I don't understand. Well, it's good that he's not at this bloody CEO thing no. tomorrow, right? So Dylan gets a chance to... to he's to a good appointment too. Yeah, yeah no, no, no problem with that. But why is it taking so long to, to work out the footy boss? Or at least let this Laura Kane, who's the, the, the sub, yeah. yeah, get more involved and, and make more... more co- I mean, it's just it's rubbish. It is a bit sad that they've now still got... They're so deep into a season and not really had a... a the whole year without a footy ops yeah, manager. That, which is a pretty big appointment, right? Well, and I mean, and it flows down into all these areas that we're getting that are getting questioned. Yeah, I agree. Right. I agree. We've uh, got people acting in the role who don't want to put their stamp on it, so it's embarrassing. Well, mate, it's actually been bad for about five years because that idiot Brad Scott was running it beforehand. You can't knock him for everything, mate. No, well, for that role, I can. He's been very good at Essendon. Well, I'm not talking about Essendon. I'm talking he was about very him. good we're, in that role. We're too. talking about no, he wasn't. Okay, come on, mate. Our viewers uh, might have a, our listeners might have a different view. Hey, speaking That's of embarrassing... That's why we're listeners and we're, we're the commentators on this occasion. Speaking of embarrassing... Yeah? Oh, really? Oh, oh we're, we're off the admin? Oh, no, you can go yeah, there if okay. you want. No, no, that's okay. Move on. North Melbourne. Well, 
they've had a free kick because I think of um, all the ridicule on um, on West Coast. Although West Coast look like they're um, they've got a few people back and they're starting to. Uh, wouldn't it be funny if they came over here this week and, and um, upset Carlton? I just got a feeling Hello. That that's not out of the realms of possibility. So this is where, so when you criticise me about being way off tap about Richmond, you just have a set about Carlton, right? And you just cannot let go. I just had a look. Do it's you... actually worse for you if that happens, mate, because then they'll, they'll bounce back next week after you've pummeled down. Um, oh, yeah, Adelaide. but I just get so much fun out of West Coast beating Carlton in Melbourne. You know what the line is in that game? What do you think the line should be? Oh, 70 or 80 points. Oh, it's 65. Yeah. I still think that's, they're getting better, West Coast. They are. Well, like they, clearly, they came up against a really good team on the weekend, and they kept it kept it down only thirty eight points. Well, maybe you're right. They they've they you know like Port Adelaide kept winning and closer to a loss. West Coast are going to pinch one soon. They'll win a game before the end of the season. West Coast, there's no doubt. Yeah, about well, that. they play North, I'm not, I'm so not, one of those teams is going to win. I'm not sure North are going to win a game. Outside of they are, they're going nowhere, nowhere, mate. And it flows into the topic around Clarkson. Is there any, so do you reckon Simpsons... Oh, well, we're going to talk about coaches, so let's, let's leave that one. But um, there, there's going to be other stuff going on there. I, I can't see Nisbet um, surviving the season there as their CEO. They're going to have to make some other changes yeah. at that club. And they should make some changes too. They're a powerhouse club who just... There's something wrong with what's going on there and their program. And if that was a, any business, you'd be making wholesale changes off-field. What about Clarko? He's holding that club to ransom, mate. Oh, geez. He, I've got a lot of empathy and sympathy for him. He has been absolutely ridiculed to the nth degree so, for well, something that he's never yeah, going to be found guilty of. So why is he any worse off than, um, than Fagan? I think he wore the brunt of most of the criticism publicly, and I think... Yeah, that, but, but that, that, I, my guess on that, mate, is because... He's got form in other areas about being a little prick. Maybe, right? But he's never been found guilty of anything. No, well, never neither, will is, be. neither is Pagan, but Pagan's gotten on with it. Fagan. Oh, sorry, Fagan. Sorry, mate. Yeah, Fagan. Sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, maybe they're wired differently. Don't don't underestimate the weight of pressure that's been on any individual. But I don't the, like there is some Clarkson, but I feel for what he's had to go through. Yeah, okay, but I mean. There's just a void in leadership at that club. Mate. Oh, there is. I mean, even it, they brought um, Todd Viney in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, poor old Brett Ratton. You know, it was okay initially, but you can see why. Never he's... been okay, Brett Ratton. Never been able to coach anyone, North Melbourne included. That, that, that's a bad gig that he's got now. Yeah, but where else? He's is doing he that. Get... For, you know what? What I do write about that bloke is he must be a good mate because those two have really looked after one another. So remember when he was the assistant coach at Hawthorne, Hawthorne. when his son, son got killed, yeah. right? And the way they rallied around him and Clark, so Clarkson's bloody good around that sort of yeah. stuff, right? And and I think the way he's now supporting Clarkson is admirable. Yeah, uh, he's not a great coach. I agree no. with that. I think he's a really good assistant coach. He's a poor coach. Senior coach. Yeah. Which poor. I think is the same situation that Stewie Jew faces Possibly. and a number of others who've, who've taken taken these gigs. I think. Longview was in that camp as well, but anyway, that's a. I see today, Clarko. If I heard correctly, said popped he, into the club. Mate, well, he may. Morning. He's saying he he may not be back this year. So oh, they're saying that now. Yeah, you know, I think he said. If I heard correctly, he said he made a comment yeah, today so, that he'd be back later than sooner. Yeah. And why come back now? Well, I think what he's doing is actually smart. 
Let Ratton coach the club. They're not going to do anything anyway. Sit back and have a look yeah, from but, a distance. So that is a wasted year because they've recruited this bloke. Yeah, but you couldn't you couldn't have foreseen what he was going to go through. They well, didn't know they, they were going to get what they got when... They no, no, but what they could have done is stood him down for the whole year. Which they started and then they brought him back. And he lasted a few weeks. Then he's gone off on stress leave or whatever. Uh, Don't underestimate what he's going through. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, though, is that if that was the case, North could have actually helped him by strong leadership at the start and saying, you're stood down for the whole year, mate. But maybe he wanted just some time. Well, and then maybe... Well, he can't just pick and choose, mate, because he's putting himself before the club. And that's fine in this situation, but you yeah, can't well, then say, I'll come back in six months. I'd be saying, see you later, mate. Well, they won't do that. No one else is going to go there. Well, mate, um, what's her name? Old, old um, Robin um, could take over as a coach. <laughs> She's no good, mate. And, well, and who's the CEO, mate? Like, where's the leadership from this joint? Who is the CEO? The one North? time I would agree, um, is it Jen something or other? Um, what? Jen, Jen what? Yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah. Hey? What is she doing? <laughs> um, the, the, the problem you've got down there, mate, um, I think in this situation is that, and this is one time I would agree if your mate Kane Corners, the, the bitter little fool, uh, he, there was a tweet yesterday from... Sonia Hood, and I actually saw it because I followed her. I saw the same thing. And I thought, "Mm." well, she's come out and said something, but it is, it's it's dribble. Yeah, she's better off not commenting. In a way, yeah, yeah. Um, So, but like someone else said, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because she's come out and said something, uh, we're going to stick together and all the rest of it. Um, But, and she's had a tough year herself. Yeah, she has, absolutely. So, so they've had a few things um, going on there at that club, but. they're a, they're a fucking mess, mate, North Melbourne. And, oh. not, and so... And they've got a long, long, long way to go. Long way. Do you reckon that they should get a priority pick? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I do. Because either... I mean, it may be poor management and they deserve yeah. to be where they are, but you can't have... And the competition's been good. You can't have a side that's such an easy beat so regularly. So, yeah, I do. You give them a, I give them a priority pick in a heartbeat. Absolutely. All right. Well... I don't think he's coming in the door, mate, but we, we might run with his segment. Morwood, a chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood puts it back. Oh, magnificent goal by Morwood. Now, the coach is clearly not here. Um, and we, did, we were going to run with rest in peace for this segment for this week. But considering there's so much coaching news... Um, flying around the place, we thought we'd we'd um, we'd give it some airplay. So, what's your take on everything that's going on, mate? With the variety of a vacancies, the Ken Hinckley re-signing, so to speak, um, and and potentially some other other coaches uh, coming into the gun. Well, I think um, start with Stuart Jew. I, I don't think anyone could build a case for him to stay the way that they've been playing. So. Um, Damien Hardwick can coach wherever he chooses to coach and probably would be an ideal fit at the Gold Coast Suns. Would you agree with that? He'd be an okay fit there, yeah. Yep. Yep. I think the more interesting one is Ken Hinckley. Now, whether whether Ken wants to stay, I'm not sure Ken's got anything to prove. It doesn't matter what happens to that club this year. I, I wouldn't be, unless they won a flag, I wouldn't be um, keeping Ken on. I think he's a great coach. I think Ken should want to depart. Port Adelaide and the fact that nothing's been done there is interesting I know they said they'll wait till August imagine if Ken Hinckley does not want to stay at Port Adelaide and Damien Hardwick then has Port Adelaide as an option um, 
Yeah, so we could, uh, a couple of things. I don't know why people even think um, Ken Hinckley's even a, a chance to, to out-duel Hardwick for any gig. Why would you pick Ken Hinckley ahead of Damien Hardwick? Well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't? No, right. you wouldn't. Right. So, Hinckley, the only thing, if you're Hinckley's manager, is speaking to Gold Coast to, to leverage moving from two to maybe three or even four years uh, at Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide from yeah. the interest of, of, of security for Ken. Now, I think if, for example, he moved off um, Port Adelaide, um, and I actually think Port Adelaide shouldn't reappoint him. That's oh, I agree my with that. View, right? I agree, unless they win a flag. Um, yeah, sure, but um, but that would then mean they would have to... I don't know why they picked August. My guess, the reason why they picked August to start with was they actually didn't think they were going to go as well as what they, they yeah. ended up going, right? Uh, and really, Hinkley had no choice. And the best thing for him to say in public was, we said that we'd talk about it in August. We'll leave it till August. Now, they're, yeah, he's pl- they're playing for him and all this other nice stuff, right? Undoubtedly. Right, but you heard the players at Gold Coast yep. say that, oh, no, we love Ken Hinkley. The Richmond players loved Hardwick, mm. but guess now what? Now they say they love McWalter. Right, correct. And the thing about that is, um, I don't think, um, just getting back to Hardwick for a second, that the Richmond players are sitting there thinking, oh, I wish Hardwick leaves, but... But once that fresh voice comes in mm. and it just you mix things up a little bit, mm. you think, oh, and that's my view on why Port Adelaide need to change her. I agree uh, with no, you. No bloke has done anything uh, outside of Hardwick. Um, in, and I don't think Port Adelaide, unfortunately, I don't think they can win the flag this year. I don't either good. now. Um, I, sorry, they can, but I think it's highly unlikely. I agree. Right, because they've still got a lot of mental baggage. And if they sign him up for another two years, I reckon they're going to be in the same position that Gold Coast are this year. They're thinking, yeah. why the fuck did we do this? Yeah. And and looking to get rid of um, Hinkley. But, but don't underestimate, Damien Hardwick may have a strong desire to coach Port Adelaide and take them to a flag. I've got another spot for Damien Hardwick, which I've told you off. I don't think you should be going to either Gold Coast. Because I, I think the other thing that I, I said that works for Hardwick is some real strength and structure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think either of Port Adelaide or Gold Coast as a club have those things. I think Port do. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Um, but don't forget Damien Hardwick loose. played at Port Adelaide. You have yeah, some well, attachment okay. to it. Okay. So clearly he's Yeah, but he's not a South Australian. No, he's okay. relocatable. Yeah. That's definitely... So in where he is in his life, yeah. um, he's relocatable. Mm-hmm. I think Hardwick should coach either Melbourne or the Bulldogs. Because I don't think either of those teams will win either. Right? And Melbourne are pissing away the greatest group of talent they've they've had for a long, long time by having that um, deadbeat Goodwin coach. Premiership me. coach not long ago. Yeah, he was, mate. Mm-hmm. But um, that bloke was kissed on the dick with that list. Maybe. That, that he's got there, right? And and He's earned the right to stay there a bit longer. Oh, I, that, that's fine, but it seems to me clubs are a lot more ruthless about these things. If Melbourne are fair income, then you'd move off him, mate. I mean, the way he's botched up this situation with Grundy and Gorn... Um, that's not a botching up at all. All right, okay, that's fine. That's a discussion for another time. But, but that that would be my view, right? So, so, um, so you think who's who's under the pump in your mind as a coach? Oh, beverage. Yep. Oh, I cannot, cannot believe beverage. Uh, it's starting. There's a bit of noise in that little. Um, so you'd sack him, would you? I would move off him now while there's a person like 
um, Hardwick available. Okay. Right. So, so, you, so you, I think Hardwick's number one target, right? Yep. And then, then, um, old mate um, Hinkley might get a gig somewhere else. Yep. Um, so that's two coaches that could coach different clubs next year. Yeah. Uh, now, as a Richmond supporter, I wouldn't go anywhere near Hinkley, personally. I definitely wouldn't go anywhere near Beveridge. Or, I think or Richmond's Goodwin. pretty clear they're going to go with a first-time coach. I don't know if it's first time. So I think um, um, people like um, Lepich hmm. are, are, are a chance. Um, I think guys like Enright. Um, but interesting, there's no, no news about Richmond's process or anything. Well, no, no, because th- so that tells me that they're either running a really good process, mm. a really, really good one, yeah. or they're very clear about who they want and they're just not going to comment on it. Well, but that also closed that, that again because old mate Caro can't even get any news no. out, which to me just shows what a good club. How, yeah, how no, they're running they a great process, yeah, don't get yeah. me wrong. Um, and personally, whatever Benny Gale decides, I'm comfortable with. So, who do you think will coach them? No, no, I absolutely have no idea. Mate. We'll have a punt. Um, Corey Enright. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, uh, him, June Syracuse, um, and um, and um, Sean Grigger is the other one that's been mentioned. I'm not sure, I'm not convinced on the McWalter thing. Um, he's doing a good job at the moment, but I think if they're going to go with a fresh voice, then it, maybe they should go with a completely fresh voice. Because he's been there 10 years at Richmond. Um, I also think... The Adam Simpson one, by the week, is firming to stay. Can't stay. Shouldn't want to stay. Well, I think the difference there, right, I didn't realise this. So all these dodgy six-month deals, like the one Jew's been... So all clubs who are supported by the AFL have to give their coaches those deals. Yeah. West Coast aren't supported by the AFL. And they've got money. Right. And and he's got, like, years to go. Yeah, So it's a multi-million dollar deal. Yeah. So that's a big payout, even for for a club that's got shitloads of money. Yeah. There's two names that three names. You, that don't, so you, you go now, mate. There's th- well, there's three names that don't get mentioned, and I don't know why. One's Adam Muse, uh, and you say I think you said he might have been a little tarnished by what happened at, at Hawthorne. Yeah, because his name his name just went quiet. Yeah. After that. So so I'm interested to see what happens with him. Peter Sumich is well regarded, and uh, I think where's he coaching now? I'm not sure. Yeah, he's not in the system, mate. But, he might be. He might be a waffle coach. But he, he might be. He, he might be of some attraction, and and the guy who I would appoint, and this is not to rile you up, is um, Don Pike. I think Don Pike should coach another AFL club. Yeah, that's okay. As long as it's and I'm and I'm surprised that um, no one. And I saw Chris Scott came out very strongly and said he's staying at Geelong for a while. There's someone who I think should want to move on. Um, but the guy who I'm surprised is going to hang around for longer is a great coach is John Longmire. I, I, I think it's time for John Longmire to leave Sydney too. And his name just doesn't get mentioned at all. So, well, it, did. It, got, it, it did when the North job was up. Oh, yeah, okay. I agree with you about Luke Beveridge. I think he's cooked. I think you're very harsh on Simon Goodwin, who's just been a premiership coach five minutes ago. Uh, and what about the positives? What a great the other one who I so think far. Who, 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 who I don't reckon is going to be any good anyway is Longmuir. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Jury's out on him, yeah. but but he won't have a lot of time. The, the guy who I know it's one year, but you, geez, you'd be happy with him so far is um, Ken Kingsley. Ken Kingsley. Uh, um, Adam Kingsley. Adam Kingsley. Another Richmond disciple, mate. Yeah, I, I think that's. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they're they're out of the Hardwick tree, mate. He's yeah, good on him. Yeah. So. 
Your what, are we, side, what are we working out, mate? What are we working out after all of that? Worked out that who's going to get sacked uh, right from me? Is there anyone else who gets sacked? Uh Luke Beveridge would be on shaky ground yeah, if they don't yeah. if they don't make the eight. Oh, I think they'll make the eight, but I think the the issue there is that like how long are they going to keep going with it? The issue for me is is the biggest pawn in all of this is um, Ken Hinckley. If Ken Hinckley wants to stay, that makes it very different to if he wants to move. Because he'll coach Port Adelaide. Let's say Ken Hinckley walked the, the out of there. The bloke is the, the assistant there. They, they, they like him. The left foot of Carr. Oh, yeah, Josh yeah, Carr. Yeah. Mm. Very fast. Mate, what do we need the coach for anyway, mate? We that don't. was a great coach speak in, in that session there, mate. We don't. A lot of supposition and, and really we said nothing. Uh, hey, um, are we going to talk about him, though? Mm, maybe maybe later, Tex. Okay. Yes. It almost right. deserves a segment in its yeah, own yeah, right. It does, mate. It does. All right. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! I'm going to kick off with Geelong. I tell you what got up my goat riled me. Uh, they wore white shorts when they're playing at home. I, I, it, it does my head in. The game's lost all tradition. They're playing Essendon of all teams. Essendon wore black shorts and Geelong wore white. I don't know whose job it is, but when Geelong's playing at Geelong, Geelong should be in their home strip, which is the Navy shorts. While I'm at the venue, this ridiculous talk. When did you go to the venue, did you? No, I oh. didn't go there. But when that stand is built, there shouldn't ever be a conversation. Geelong should earn the right to play any home final at that stadium when it can hold nearly 50,000. It it's going to hold 32. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it's it not is. 32. It's 32, mate. It, it, well, it could be 22. They could still no. they should still get a home final and play there. It's not 32. It's 32. It's mate. not, but they they absolutely deserve to play a home final there when that stand is capable of not holding if you, that. Not if you're going to keep thousands of people out. Uh, what I noticed you glossed over when we spoke about our people who've been in trouble, Marlon Pickett. Now what trouble has he been in? Well, we just knocked off 400k. Versus he didn't. The, oh, he come didn't, on, mate. mate. He's gone over to WA and he's been arrested. Yeah, and, and let out of No, absolute, absolute I actually forgot about that. And you a got, joke, mate. And you, you had the chance to come back. You always have a chance to give feedback on the run sheet. Don't get me started well, about you, Marlon started. Pickett. He, he just embarrassed himself. There's a bloke who's been given the greatest gift. He's come out of jail. He gets an opportunity. Mm. He actually does well. Why would that bloke go over to WA and commit the crimes that he's allegedly committed? Alleged Disgrace. the key word, Disgrace. Uh, well supported by Richmond, I would have thought. Talk about know. standards. Dustin Martin just throws an elbow back. Nothing to see. No suspension. Move on. I can't believe it. Well, he didn't. He didn't get a suspension. He got fined. Oh, should have got suspended. Low impact. Should have got suspended. That's a different story, mate. Change okay. the rule. But what about the, the Hawthorne bloke? Can't interrupt. I'm interrupting. Get, this, t- get toey about that. This talk about Brody Grundy. I don't know what all the fuss is about. Brody Grundy is not in Melbourne's best side right now. Brody Grundy went to Melbourne. He could have. Taken a pay cut and stayed at Collingwood, but he didn't want to. So he goes to Melbourne, comes up against arguably the best ruckman in Australia, all Australian ruckman, and that bloke says, let me do the ruck work. So Grundy went to Melbourne as a perhaps a second ruckman. They don't need a second ruckman when they've got blokes in the side like Van Ruin and 
Brown, who can pinch hit as a ruckman and a forward. So Brody Grundy's not competing in a side for the second ruck spot. He's competing against a forward, which he's not. So this talk about Brody Grundy, I'm not sure he gets back in the Melbourne side for the rest of the year. And you should be reading the tea leaves, mate. When you when you get arsehole and you go get out to a 14-on-14 14 14 scratch match, you ain't travelling real well. well and the last one, that there was a the, the last one, you pay attention. You are a, a student of the game. Ruckman need to wake up. The biggest... You're aside, a fucking little midget rover come umpire, mate. Don't talk to a Ruckman about you, Ruckman. You can't here. speak to me like that. I just it's did. It's offensive. I don't... I can't believe how far back Ruckman stand at a boundary throw-in and everyone says that the boundary right. umpire throws it short. And if you watch the last two minutes of the Brisbane-Melbourne yeah. game, Oscar McInerney, who may have been dead on his feet... But that last ruck contest out on the far side yes. where it wasn't a contest, yes. that was very, very, very poor form from Oscar. Happens in a lot of games, and, I agree with you. And, he's, and the coaches should watch that tape and every the ruck coach... coach as well? No, no, every ruck coach should say, do not stand so far back because you're costing yourself first use of the footy and that is it for the week. Is it? Well, not over yet, mate, because I'm, I'm going to take you up on a couple of points. Go on. So the... The one about the umpires, right? Uh, the throw-ins, sorry. Mm. That was right. And you, you've lifted more material from Kane Corns' close checking again last night. Of bullshit. I, uh, I saw it unfold on the night. Yeah, we haven't done a podcast for eight weeks. And the first thing you do on your tirade is lift material from that fraudulent little comment. There's a lot of similarities Kane between Kane and I. Mm. Let me think about that one, actually. But... Um, the, uh, it's, What's your view as an umpire hmm. with the this business around waiting for um, which players nominate, right? And, and Ridiculous. It, and, and for the first time in a long time, that again on the West Coast Richmond game, that they normally I, I I've seen a bit where the ball moves really quickly from someone. This is another game. Move, I think it was Collingwood and North last year, it, and and um, Cox and and um, Gold's team were rucking. Hmm. Ball got cleared and went straight to the other. It went from one back pocket to the other, mm. right? And it moved really quickly and went out of bounds. Mm. And the other umpires down the other end are waiting for Goldstein and Cox to get down there. You're ridiculous. Right? right. So on Sunday, um, Richmond, so that Bailey Williams is, mm. is rucking against Soldo. Mm. And Williams has got there. Um, but Soldo was... Um, so normally they wait for both um, Ruckman. Ruckman. Yeah. He just decides, no, nah, Richmond, no Ruckman. Right, so yeah. So my view on that is, you don't nominate, but only one person from each team Correct. can go up. Correct. Right. Imagine how much time they're going to save during a game, um, doing that sort of stuff. And and, and the throw-ins, yeah. the throw-ins, that are, they've got to do something about that and say to their umpires that, hey, listen, we're going to throw into this level every week. Right. You don't have to stand out because some of those blows on the MCG are almost running back, like when they're on the wing. From the point of the square. But the umpires can never, never throw no, that No, I get far. that bit, right? So a lot of that is around trying to get position. And you're right, Max Gorn just absolutely did... Um, what he wanted. Lock and McInerney in, yeah. Correct. Like, and Correct. the fact that someone didn't go out and actually say something to McInerney... I mean, he's a dopey prick anyway, but... The, the thing with umpires, the umpires are worried about who's going up. They can't... They're not looking at anything else that's going on, on the ground. So I agree with you 100%. Well, there's four of them, mate. Yeah. Let, let, let only two go up, one from each team. But don't you be worried about who it is. Let them work it out. Throw it up, and if you see more than one go up, then play a free kick. Correct. Don't be asking for nominations. Correct. It's it's it's, it's rubbish. As for Brady Grundy, this stuff that you're talking about with Brady Grundy. Yeah. The only 
So I think what people have really jumped on is that um, Melbourne want to turn him into the, into a forward. Yeah. Now I don't think they've ever said that they they want to actually turn Gorn or Grundy into forwards. If you listen to the terminology they've used, is we're sending him back to improve his forward craft. Yeah. Right. So quite frankly, I'd still play Grundy and Gorn at thirty percent compared to Ben Brown. If oh, Ben Brown's the option, oh, I, I, Ben Brown's useless, mate. You, you uh, just need a personally. If Tom, if Tom McDonald is fit, you'd have Tom McDonald and um, Van Roy. And that Van Roy is going to be a player, so they've got to persist with him. I would have thought, but again, this goes to why I think someone to support no, no, Gorn. Good, Goodwin's no good, mate. It should be called You've Badwin. You've got to sit on him. Badwin. You've got to it should sit be on bad him. loss. Is and what it's, his name should be it's changed. It's becoming to. toxic. Okay. All right. Um, let's finish up with our valued tweeters. Bring it home. Now, mate, if you want to get involved in this segment, what do you? Where do you go? You you, you get onto your mobile device <laughs> at the Coach and Text. Now, having said that. Uh, a number of our um, loyal following. Um, really, it's fair to say they've dropped off a bit, mate. Uh, oh. And they've reverted to other forms of contact. Text. Text being the most popular uh, one. WhatsApp, but text particular. A couple uh, have come at me hard. Have they? Mm. What have they been saying? Well, have... Mick, the bus driver. Really? Is he still... No, no Mick's reached out. No, 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 he's Is reached he okay? out. He's okay. Has he sobered up? He's got you in his sights, though. Has he? What for? Well, he just he, he thinks that I've been a bit soft on you. In what sense? In in not articulating Richmond's demise. Really? I think you've had a fair crack at that. And he, he, he believes that Damien Harvick was selfish and the way he exited the club. And yeah. oh, there's a long, long list here. Well, get him, to, get him to ring in then. He may have had a couple of sherries as he's been yeah. texting me from the yeah. way I in, interpret them. But um, Where is his bus pulled over at the moment, mate? Can't... can't uh, so it's the booze bus is now chasing mixed bus. In fact, he said to me, and I'm breaking his confidence here, I'm just looking at one of his texts, is he's got to challenge himself not to let you get to him anymore because you wind him up and he'll drive off the road. Well, we've got to challenge him um, when we take <laughs> the, the, the thing to the, um, on the road. We've got to get him, well, can he actually get from point A to point B? That's the question. Is his bus up to it? And Ari's driving capabilities up to it. That's that's what Shane was saying to me. Don't poke the bear, mate. Which He'll bear? come after you. Really? Oh, yeah. Mate, what about he, the trickster? A, I love him, mate. And he, he's going to give me a good hug when we catch up with one another. That's okay. The trickster? The trickster, mate. <laughs> Can you believe where he went? Mate, I reckon he's taken... Well, I don't know, because he was at... Um, Packenham. No, I know. I know he was at Packenham. That was the finishing point. Right? I'm not sure he made it back to Bendigo on Sunday. Oh, right? mate. That'd be a solid slab trip for the trickster. Packing him to Bendigo. Well, maybe the bus driver should have come down with him. Um, but I was more worried on the way down because he, he had another... He called the races the day before. Um, where was it? I, I, sent, I sent you the text. He, he, he literally... Um, it was another... Central Victoria. What's the name of the town? Anyway, he... he, <laughs> he um, he, he called the races on Saturday, and I was shocked when you said oh, he, he'll be on the mic at the hurdles, because normally it's um, Bailey uh, who, who gets a run, well, it was, or it was Adam Orlinsky, or Zansky, or Zansky. It was a six-race car at Packenham, and the trickster made the trip. He did. He's a, he's a, he's a beauty. Mate, I, I've been sending you tweets. He's, he's interested in us getting in a horse with him. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. 
So I think let's take that one offline. Right. Um, now, I don't know why on the run sheet this has come up as envious from cell block D. <laughs> I tell you what, but that might have been well, some might, auto-correcting. Also. He might be envious because if Collingwood well, has he got out of the jail, big dance he? and he can't attend, he'll be envious. Is he a Collingwood supporter? Oh yeah, really? Rusted on. Well, he's rusted on to something at the moment, mate. You know what he's also into? He, oh, don't he, tell me. He's right into. Is it legal? Um, Maxwell Smart. Oh, does he? He, he, he likes a bit no, of that. No, he's like right into it. Like, like right into it. No, no, no. He dresses I'm tipping up, now. He dresses up and they have Maxwell Smart parties. And I'm someone, someone came after him, right? Um, and it wasn't Larrabee, right? Um, and guess what, mate? They missed him by that much. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Is that, is that right? He's a, oh, yeah, love no, it, mate. he's right into it. Hey, yeah. what about... Um, the Chief, mm. 99. Oh, Agent about? 43 was one of my favourites, mate. He'd pop up out of a letterbox <laughs> or a bin <laughs> right in the middle of the, middle of the street in wherever. Douche from the bush? Oh, mate. He, has he got a view on the ashes? He has, mate. He, he's actually been staying up. I mean, I've been telling him about the T20 in America because he's big on the Indian franchises, right? But, um, uh, yes, he had, he's been quite impressive with the Australians. Uh, he was shattered for a while after... The one-off um, World Test Championship. Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't um, give a yelp. Mm, mm. He might be getting excited now because they've beaten in the, uh, beaten the West Indies in about one and a half days. I've got to reach out to Two Plank as well because we've got to gather around our brothers in tough times. And being a North supporter, he'd be having some tough times. And even the exorbitant amounts of money that he'd be taking from the local league wouldn't be able to soften the pain of what he's experiencing as a North Yeah, supporter. no, he's um, not going well, mate. And his favourite player, the Jack Zeeble. Oof. No good? No, I, I ran into him having a foot long. At the, at the, at a the, foot like, long? At the, at the, he needs a foot of something, mate, right up his fair old ass. Well, I might reach out to Two Plank and see if we can get the sticks out and have a hit with him down there at Royal Werribee. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good, mate. You, you do that, King um, Jong Un. Jong- oh, mate, he's he. Oh, he, they're up and about in Korea at the moment, mate. And, and not because of Geelong, no. because um, the Blue Yeah, they're um, they're just they're building, they're cooking something. Cannot what they're cooking up is a storm, a well, storm of well. That's why beanbags excitement. are up and about as well, mate. They uh, can't make the eight, mate. They can, mate. No, they can't, and they, they won't. I think they will. And okay. I think, um, and it, as much yeah, no, no, I won't say that. Um, but um, beanbag, he, he's been he's been getting to a few games, mate, with uh, um, with the barrel uh, as well. Um, um, <laughs> you don't know the barrel? He's one of my one of my mates, the barrel. Um, so um, beanbag and barrel have, um, have, have both both been getting to the games, and and you know they were, I think they were how far in front of Rio were they? Ten goals or something? Yeah, yeah, and. Um, Ever the um the pessimist is uh, Mr Bean. Hasn't gone early. No, no, no. No, something can go wrong. But lo and behold, they, they won by ten goals Plenty. And, and going on with it. Um so no, I think they're they're a big show, but um incredibly important and they've been very quiet, mate. But 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 so is um so is the coach and tech's handle, so we're gonna to need to ramp that back up. We'll stoke that up like a good fire. Yeah, well you've been you've been a bit quiet on the I have. On the, on no, the I've been mate, a little so. indisposed. I've had a bit going on. Have you? But I have. Mm. But um we can How's I, um Anastasia, mate? I, I hear there's been a few no, problems. I, I, well, I've, well, I'm putting that out to tender, actually. I'm I'm putting it out there. Mm. If anyone wants some ongoing work <laughs> regularly. There's a bit of snippering to be done. Dirty, not interested in participating in that sort of stuff? No. 
<laughs> no. No. Oh, hey, just, just, just to finish this junior, off. What about Junior, mate? This year, how's the season going? Junior, uh, oh, trouble. There was confrontation what, last week. you and her? No. I've done a little bit of community service and I'm umpire's escort last week and there's, there's drama at the footy and there's a severe injury to a player from the opposition team. So the game was called off just before halftime. Oh, really? And, and she couldn't be moved and try and get an ambulance on a Sunday to the ground. Oh. So well, which the, Was it your home game? Our home game. Oh, no. But the game was called a draw. Well, hang on a sec. The medical, you didn't have appropriate medical... No, we did. There was actually a, an independent paramedic who was there, but, but they couldn't move the individual. They needed an ambulance. What happened to them? Uh, shoulder popped out. But it was quite severe, and uh, anyway, the game the game was called off because it didn't get to half time and under bylaws bylaws three point two YJFL. If the game doesn't get to half time, it's a draw. Yeah, so that's cost us. That's cost Junior Texelina two points, which will be the difference between them getting the double chance and not. Oh, so they're going that well. They're going okay. They were. Oh, yes. Did they get... They they were pantsed early on. So they're still finals bound. They're finals bound, but they won't get the double chance now. So there's a little bit of soul searching going on down there. And she's struggling a little bit with a finger injury. And... and Is that because she hasn't... Middle Texina. Middle junior Texina turns 18 next week. No longer junior. No longer junior. She'll be officially... She'll be Texina next week. She'll be Texina. So it's all happening. Sorry? Uh, that we're now going back to the original tech center days. Correct. Wow, wow. <laughs> now, before we finish up, now, yes. the the coach, we miss him, right? Mm-hmm. But did you see the the moment last week? We can't finish off the episode without talking on Fox. About... No, it wasn't on. Oh yeah, it was, it was on, on Fox. Fox. It was on Fox. So Mark Williams, front and center, old mate Choco, mm-hmm. Hall um, of Famer, Hall of Famer, which is fantastic. So as soon as that 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 happened. I've now. I think you might have been travelling in Sydney when that was all going down, uh, if I recall. Oh, well, yeah, because I didn't because, see it, and you until didn't I participate. Got your text. Right, and then of course I got some video off, and there, and there's um, Shano Coach and Mrs. Coach, front um, and centre, invited by the one and only Williams, and referenced, and, in and the referenced speech. in the speech, mate. Oh, my coach. old mate Shane Moore. Yeah, no, friends were very important to him. You were very oh, good to me, Johnny and Ear, and and um, Charlie Manson were. Um, were in amongst it as well. Oh, were they? Yeah, I didn't they were on the same table. Um, and Shane was feeling a bit awkward about texting te- texting me during during the, the live He didn't want to be seen caught on the on the mobile phone um, replying to my texts, which were incessant at this stage. <laughs> but um, it was a great effort. So yeah, well yeah. done to Choco. So well done another to Choco. One, another one from our um, our podcast in, in the first season. And well done to Shano for his Shano, contribution to Shano. Hey, listen, um, do, do you know the other thing I'd like you to unpack before the next episode? What's that, mate? You know what was released today? The AFLW fixtures. Can you believe it? We're running with 10 rounds again. Well, what's the problem with that? We're just running with 10 and it starts September 1. Yep, that's the buy round. Um, yep. but the buy, sorry, the, um, the week off between... The kicking last round off, of finals. Kicking off Melbourne Collingwood on the Friday night. Yeah. So the traditional Collingwood Carlton. That's how irrelevant Carlton will become. Even the women's program doesn't get a marquee game anymore. Well, you know that Richmond are playing their home games at Icon Park this year, this because of the development at Punt Road. The behemoth yeah. is um starting work. It's just coming back in line with our next. The Jack Dyer stand yeah. being knocked down. No, it's not being knocked down. Right. It's a it's a heritage. I don't think it's been. Actually, Where's it's been. Kinetic Stadium? Hawthorne's playing Essendon at Kinetic Stadium. Is that the old Glen Ferry or something? No. 
Oh, Kinetic Stadium. Is that what I'm sponsor? Kinetic Stadium. Yeah, it must be a deal that um, old um, Reeves he did before he got the bullet. Hey, before we go, let's leave our listeners with a little teaser. Who's mm. your smokey of the weekend? For, for this weekend? Yeah. Oh, I, I haven't even looked properly at this. Essendon Bulldogs. Let's go through them yep. just quickly. Who wins? Um, Bulldogs. Essendon for me. Uh, Richmond get Hawthorne. You'd expect that. Yep. Well, West Coast. They won't have it all their own way, Carlton, but they'll probably get over the line. Geelong, Brisbane. Brisbane. Brisbane flex the muscle. Frio, Sydney. Over yeah. there. Over there. I, I think Frio might win. Agree. Port Collingwood. Collingwood, by how far? I'll stay out. Giants smash the Suns. That's it, at home for the Giants? Mm-hmm. Mm, watch out for that one. Adelaide will give Melbourne an almighty fright. No. And... Is that over in Adelaide, is it? That's at the MCG. Oh, right. And St Kilda play North in the Who Cares Cup. Um... Yeah, no, I think Gold Coast or or Sydney are the two chances for a smoky. Who who do you think? You think Gold Coast are going to beat GWS? No chance at all. Okay. And and what was the other one? Sydney. Sydney to beat Freo. Over in in Perth. Yeah. No chance at all. Okay. Well, what's your smoky? Are there any smokies left? I I think. um, What's it better? I know you think I'm mad that they'll they'll frighten the shit out of Carlton West Coast. Okay. We'll see you soon. Soon. Hopefully not as long a break. Nice to see you, Tex. Hooroo! Thanks.